I really appreciate the professors here at UCSC just for all the wisdom they've given me. Having a good professor is really important to me because they often motivate my learning more than I can do for myself. They really connected me to resources like scholarships, given me letters of recommendation for internships, and have just helped me with resources that I otherwise wouldn't be able to get. One thing that I appreciated from one of my professors this quarter was that they made the content as straightforward as possible, and at no point did they try to confuse us. That really just showed me that the professor wanted the students to succeed, and I think all professors should want the same. I found a lot of the professors at UCSC are amazing teachers and that they are passionate about learning and are dedicated to teaching students. All the research they do is really inspiring because it's very, very genuine. And sharing space with them has really motivated me to ask questions, not just about my field of study, but about my life and how I can live it to serve my broader community. We know that a passionate and effective teacher has a direct influence on a student's learning and success. But exactly how important is a good teacher? Why is it important for students to have good instructors? In this episode, I did some research on scientific studies about the actual importance of teachers. I really wanted to do an episode on this because I've personally had some really amazing professors at UCSC, and it's almost a kind of way of paying tribute to them. So this episode is about recognizing some outstanding professors and how much they matter, but it's also about how to navigate connecting with them, especially through remote times. One study on the impact of teacher effectiveness on student achievement concluded that the most important factor affecting student learning is the teacher. The results also show wide variation in effectiveness among teachers. The immediate and clear implication of this finding is that more can be done to improve education by improving the effectiveness of teachers than by any other single factor. Obviously, teachers shouldn't be held entirely accountable for student achievement, as there are many other factors in student success, but that's a whole other story. With this episode, I'm focusing on the teachers. I've had some incredible professors at UCSC. I switched my major to Earth Science because I took Earth 10 with Andrew Fisher, and his enthusiasm and passion changed the way I saw the world. It was a geology class, and he sparked a passion in me for literal rocks. That was never something I saw myself being interested in. That was when I was a freshman, and I still think about his class and what I learned from it to this day. That doesn't often happen. It's obvious that a good teacher can be a super important factor to student success, because when a teacher believes in you, you want to do your best work. But I've also had some professors that I haven't been able to connect with. Many professors are also simultaneously conducting research, and need to be lecturing to be given the scholarly achievement to do their research. I've noticed that there are some people who are extremely knowledgeable about their field, but aren't exactly the best teachers. Just because you know a lot about something doesn't mean you can teach it effectively. Teaching is another skill to be developed entirely. While researching the correlation between teachers and students' achievement, there was a study that completely blew my mind, yet makes so much sense at the same time. It was about how the expectations of teachers significantly alter the abilities of students. It was a study done by Jan Oakes, who is famous in the education field and presidential professor at UCLA. Through her research, she found that students will always rise to the expectations of their teachers given the right encouragement and support. 
Positive expectations have a positive impact on performance, while negative expectations have a negative impact on performance. When we expect certain behaviors of others, we are likely to act in ways that make the expected behavior more likely to occur. I asked a friend who's at UCSC studying education a couple of questions about the importance of professors. So what's your major and your year? Um, I'm a third year ENVS major. Have you had a lot of good ENVS professors? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Do you have any suggestions for how to connect with professors, like for networking or a letter of rec maybe? Like online format? Yes, online format. Ooh, well, I mean, they always say to go to their office hours, and I do recommend that, but that can be kind of awkward if you're not used to doing that. Um, So I would recommend just shooting them an email if something they say in class, like, interests you, or if you just want to be like, oh, I found this cool thing that maybe you'd like and maybe we could talk about in class. Just showing interest in what they're teaching you about um, can really make a difference and help develop a connection. And who has been your favorite professor so far? Oh, Adam Millard Ball, but he transferred to UCLA. No. I know, it's so sad. What about oh. professors that are still there? Adam French has been pretty good. I have him this quarter for political ecology, and he he assigns a lot of reading, but it's all relevant and it's all interesting, and he really does a discussion-based class more than like a sit and absorb what I know class, which I really appreciate. How important of a factor do you think a good teacher is in your success or like a student's success in general? So important. Some of the things I'm studying now, I wouldn't have cared about it all if it weren't for a teacher who initially got me interested in them, like those subjects. Like, I think it can make all the difference. I do think that there are a few things we should learn from education being online. It's kind of like going to a big concert, right? Like, you pay a lot of money for it, but the space is so large that sometimes the overall sound quality is compromised. Going in person is more for the experience of being there, not for the quality of music. I think that lecture halls in person are kind of similar. In big lecture halls, it's extremely difficult for a professor to connect with every student. I sometimes struggled to hear what professors were saying if I showed up a little bit late and had to sit all the way in the back. Looking back on it, I don't understand why the lectures weren't recorded. I suppose there was no expectation for it, or maybe it was a privacy issue. But people process information at various speeds. When lectures were in person, I would frantically try to write down the notes before the slide changed. Often I would take pictures of the slides and then copy them down when I got home. I think recorded lectures are a silver lining in remote learning, because it can be very helpful for retention to be able to rewatch parts of the class that may have been a little harder to comprehend. One thing to say about Zoom is that it really doesn't feel like you're in class with 130 other kids. Asking a question isn't nearly as nerve-wracking. I also find that there's a difference between professors and lecturers. I've even had a U.S. history professor who, one day when we were in the big humanities lecture hall, told us not to refer to him as a teacher or a professor. He was a lecturer, he said. I didn't understand the distinction at the time, but I now realize that a lecturer is someone who works part-time at the school and is usually pursuing their master's or PhD, while a professor already has their master's and has the job of conducting more research in their field. It's good to understand the distinction to better understand your professor and where they are coming from. I talked to a first-year student about her experience connecting to professors. 
Since all she has experienced with college professors is through Zoom, she has a specific point of view that many other first years are probably familiar with. I am a freshman mathematics and do you think that any teachers influenced your decision to pursue mathematics in college? Definitely. I had um, the teacher in eighth grade, eighth grade algebra, who played a huge role and inspired me to pursue higher mathematics. Even though it was like a, a really basic course, um, his passion for the subject and along with like sometimes he would include advanced topics and just like briefly mention them. And, and the way he framed mathematics really, really inspired me to want to have you noticed the difference between your college professors and high school teachers, despite being online? Um, it uh, depends on the professor. Um, I think you definitely get the feel in high school that a, a lot of the kids are not as willing to be there versus college, and I think teachers feel that, and it can be reflected in how much effort and how much motivation they have to teach the class. So one thing that I appreciated um, after my transition to college was that even if, it's a, even if it's a required course, the teachers are a lot more passionate about the subject. You can tell they really, really love it. I would say probably one of the biggest tips on connecting with professors remotely is to turn your camera on. Especially if no one else in class has theirs on, just do it. Just like you wish you could be at the school, they probably wish they could be teaching in person. Ask questions, especially if your class is asynchronous. It helps them feel like students are learning and engaging. Be sure to participate in the discussions, even if you didn't do the reading, just contribute what you can. One thing many students use, including myself, is a website called Rate My Professor. Unless your professor is brand new at teaching, they can pretty much be found on the website. Because I know how important it is for my success to be able to connect with my teacher, I always look them up before choosing my classes. This wasn't something I did as a freshman, it's something that I had to learn to do as I gained more experiences with different professors. I do wish I did it earlier. There are so many students and so many types of learning styles out there. I don't think you could just blanket professors saying they need this and this to be a good professor, because what may work for one student won't work for another. However, using Rate My Professor can help you to determine what kind of teaching style a professor uses before taking the class, and if it will work for you or not. Please, please, please complete the teacher evaluation form at the end of each quarter. How can you expect any professor to adapt or improve if they aren't getting constructive feedback? In the U.S., only 59% of students graduate within six years. If we add in community colleges, the data is even lower. Only 14% of community college students who say that they plan to get a four-year degree actually obtain one within six years of beginning community college. It's been found that individual professors especially in the first semester and first year, make a huge difference. It was also found that the first couple of classes that you take as a first year, specifically introductory courses, are crucial make or break areas for graduation rates. That's why good professors in these courses are crucial. I wish there were more studies done on the relation between professors and students' success, because every student knows how important teachers are. Remember that you don't even have to be good at the subject. As long as you're making it obvious that you're trying your hardest, most professors will be willing to invest time in helping you. When you find a professor that inspires and intrigues you, they can become some of the most influential people in your life. Thank you for listening to this week's episode on Professors at UCSC. Remember to follow us on Spotify for our most recent episodes. We also have an official Instagram page. Follow UCSC. 
D-S-A-S. We would love some feedback on our episodes, so comment anything that you have to say on our Instagram. We're also looking to do an episode where we answer your questions that you've asked. So if you have anything you'd like to hear, just comment it on our Instagram. Again, it's ucsc.dsas. Thanks for listening to Slugcast.